0: This is a boardwalk audio podcast.
1: Welcome to I Will Watch Anything Once. I'm your host, Mark David Christensen. I'm recording this intro the morning of Election Day 2016, um, which I think is a very important day, uh, mostly because, hell, we have two candidates. Um, that are completely on opposite sides of the spectrum for me, one who I think is capable and one that is historically probably one of the most important choices, um, that we can make Um, to get, um, to that point where we have a woman as president is a huge stride for our world, not only our country of moving forward and becoming more of a, a, a country of equality. Um, that's the reason I voted for her. Not only do I think she's capable, she's capable of that position 100%, uh, but also I think it just is important historically to have a woman in a office. Um, <laughs> I didn't think I'd get emotional talking about this, um, but I think it's so important. But I also... um. I don't want a monster in office uh, like Trump, but I don't want to focus on him. I think he gets too much energy. I think we don't give enough energy to the positive side of things, even as, as insane and um, stressful as this uh, election has been. I think the big thing is, is that and I really do believe Hillary will win. And I think when you're listening to this on Friday, we'll have Hillary Clinton as our our president And I hope that's true I hope I hope my little prediction here is true um, But in regards to that I think that can't be the end We can't have her in office And then say that Oh yay we made a change We sort of like We have too many people That when Obama was president Said racism's over We have a black president That's fucking foolish don't think that way. Just take that as a great stride and a push forward. And what I'm trying to get at is that I think we have to continue trying to um, make it so women are more in a position of equality and power. Um, and this is a big stride. And I, I'm seeing it a lot in the communities that I'm part of. One, I mean, Both and I'm part of the Upright Citizens Brigade community. I'm lucky to be part of that community. And currently, both um, theaters in New York and Los Angeles have women as their ADs, and that is wonderful, but we have to continue to do that. um, Allow women in, not even allow, I don't even know what the language or the, the verbiage I want to use. It's just be open to that. Stop having some sort of prejudice or sexism get in the way of allowing women to show that they are capable they're so they're wonderful they have so much to offer us in the future and now not even the future just right now like i'm gonna bring this up because this is dumb but like I we I just saw Doctor Strange And it was a great movie I really loved it But the biggest complaint is That they constantly are having This girlfriend character That's not really that well written Um maybe they're okay And we have a great actress That portrays the, the character In Doctor Strange And I get that But it um, and I I mean, I don't have the biggest complaints as most, but it is something to keep an open mind about. And I think it kind of sad that we have to wait until 2019 for Marvel to have its very first female lead film with Captain Marvel, which I'm so excited for. Like, I'm more excited because I think Carol Danvers is a wonderful character and she needs to be out there more. She used to be, it, I wish it was sooner. I just, that's what I'm trying to get at. I just wish that those movies with female leads like that, um, w- w- we saw more of it. And I'm not saying that they don't exist. There are movies currently that have female leads. It just seems that it's taking too, it's taking too, sometimes it just, it feels like it's just taking too long. It's taking too long to put, to allow, all of us to have open mind of women in power and women holding things together. Cause God damn it. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Look at your mom, look at your sister, look at your, your, your significant other that happens to be um, a woman. They've been fucking holding shit together forever. Um, you know, how can we not, have more of an open mind about women in, in positions of power, women um, making things better for us now and the future, if you, if you can just look at those around you that have already been there and been making things great. So, that's all I have to say on this morning of election day. Um, I hope that when we're listen, you're listening to this on um, that this Friday, that we have hillary clinton as our our future president and we can use that as a further catapult into a better world um so Real quick, uh, just a reminder that you can help out all the podcasts on the Boardwalk Audio by just clicking on that button that says "Support Our Artists," and then going to Amazon.com and making your regular purchases. All that does is send a little kickback that doesn't even doesn't even come from your pocket. A little kickback from Amazon and um, to the all the podcasts here on the network. It helps us out so we can continue bringing you great content. So again. Hopefully, we are in a better time in a new world. Let's move forward and listening to this episode of my podcast um, with a great guest, a wonderful guy, really funny dude, Cody Cop. All right, I am here with Cody Cop. Uh, we just took the uh, Wednesday afternoon to watch the documentary Act of Killing. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into it, Cody, um, well, real quick, give us, uh, because you've seen it before, I have not, give us a synopsis of this film just for anybody that out there that yeah. has possibly not seen it
0: sure uh, this is a film by uh, young documentarian Joshua Oppenheimer I think he's Swedish but don't uh, don't count me on that um, basically he went to uh, got an invite to Indonesia to help out with this uh, film project and this film project uh, is well, let me back up in the 1965 there was in Indonesia a sort of paramilitary rise of these like rebel kind of guys who saw themselves as gangsters but they interpreted gangster as like a good thing that means free men and they wanted to throw out the communists like this kind of thing was like happening all over the world like the 1965 through like 1970 was like a terrible time I'm finding throughout the entire world but in Indonesia it was particularly bad because these gangsters ended up winning and they threw out all the communists and communists could literally mean anything Uh, it's whatever they defined it and so basically this movie is uh, a film of them trying to make a film. So it's like a movie within a movie. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not not describing this right, but it's like them trying to make a movie because they're all getting older, they're all dying off, and they want Indonesia and everybody to remember them how they want to be remembered. And as they go back and reenact their deaths in like a Hollywood kind of way, uh, it's a lot of them... Uh, revisiting dark places of their lives that they probably wanted to forget. And some of them uh, refuse to see their actions as like a terrible thing. And then some of them celebrate it openly and are like, yeah, killed 100 people. It's totally fine. Um, And so that was the act of killing. Uh, and there was a, a companion movie that came out last year by Joshua Oppenheimer called The Look of Silence. And if you have seen The Act of Killing, I highly recommend watching The Look of Silence, which is the same. Uh, it takes place in the same area, but this time it's told through the victim's perspectives as opposed to the uh, the killer's perspective. So really? you, you kind of get both sides of the coin. They're equally devastating and and terrible and awful and mind-blowing. Um, and I so think, they try
1: to make a movie again, but just with the victims? No, or it, what is while
0: basically I think this movie that Joshua movie is in quotations, that Joshua Oppenheimer was hired to like help make um was a reason for him to also keep the film rolling and, you know, document what was actually happening. And so while he was doing all this work for the act of killing, he was also off uh filming with some of the victims too called uh and making the look of silence and then after the act of killing came out and people saw the angle that like his movie had been turned into he was like he has a bunch of death threats and cannot be uh ever go back to indonesia ever again so luckily he was able to finish the look of silence before all that wow Yeah. yeah
1: So he just he he's he just can't go back. He ever. can't go back. And he's he from where again you say I Sweden?
0: forget Sweden. I have to double fact check yeah. check
1: that. Well I think you I think you explained this film quite well. Yeah, it is for how like oh how like
0: the thing about this movie it's, it's so confirmed like this, isn't a favorite movie of mine. I would be like the yeah, most sadistic well, let's jump. person you ever. You would be. You would be. Like, in if some I was sense. like Dave, come over. You have to watch this movie. Uh,
1: w- w- I'm, I'm trying to hold off how I feel about this movie because mm-hmm. it's probably gonna have a flood of emotions are gonna come out yeah. in a minute. And that's who I am, and yeah. also where I am in my life right now. But. Yeah. Um, so let's start with the general question of like why did you why did you want me to see this movie?
0: I wanted you to see this movie and if let me also preface to anybody who's listening, if through the course of this podcast you're like, this sounds so devastating and so fucked up I can't watch it, chances are you probably shouldn't watch it. But if you wanna watch it uh, I recommend, yeah, once, maybe take a couple months, then check out The Look of Silence. But I wanted you to watch it because it is, without a doubt, the most surreal movie I think I've ever seen in my life. And it's a documentary. Uh, I believe it was The New York Times or The A.V. Club, one of those Places that said when it came out, it's probably like the most important human document ever to like come out in film. And I, watching it, I kind of agree. I've never seen such a unique, um, tragic, sometimes funny pers- look on like evil pure evil the, the the act of killing takes place in a world where evil won and yeah. everybody is like happy with the fact that they killed 100 plus people individually
1: yeah yeah i i i think it's a very important thing and i just watched it <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um because it's just where it takes you is it, it's every step of the way is so unexpected yeah. And it is surreal because there's no, there's just no. They're bragging about it. They're P- bragging about it. They're like you start in a place where no, yeah, as you said, we start in Indonesia where that evil one, mm-hmm. therefore it's being celebrated, and therefore nobody is taking, is showing any remorse for their actions. Because in their it's, mind, I don't
0: think it wasn't a bad th- th- was thing. It was wrong. They were heroes. Yeah. Because, you know, they're gangsters, and gangsters means free men. <laughs> I don't know where <laughs> you, you get know, that from.
1: <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah, they love the idea of gangsters, which is, yeah. oh, wow.
0: Which also kind of goes. Which is very, what are you going to say? Sorry. I was going to say, like, I, I. you always hear that uh, that argument of, like, oh, well, Hollywood doesn't truly influence anything. And I, oh, this is, bullshit. you know, these guys wanted to become killers because they watched Pacino. Yeah, they saw these big guys in power (laughs) get away with
1: stuff like that. Yeah, and they saw them as heroes. That's look at all American cinema does it all the time. Yeah, they at least I mean I don't know what the I'm trying to think of currently. And we now are dominated by comic book. And superheroes uh-huh. that we like. Now we're in we're an in age of now that we love to infuse evil on our good guys. Yeah, <laughs> like we we've done it for ages. We're still doing it. Look at Breaking Bad.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, I mean I love these shows, but we love doing that, right? We
0: love doing we it. We like, love. I haven't the I haven't seen it, but from what everything I've heard, like you know Suicide Squad, the like the Joker, like all these like really sadistic evil characters, but they're car- they're from cartoons, so like who knows who's being influenced by this kind of shit. You know? And like Breaking Bad especially. I watched parts of Breaking Bad I watched, I was like, I could be a drug dealer. Yeah, you totally <laughs> It makes you like it. You're like, Yeah, great
1: That seems like a simple good life Like another good life Yeah Like doesn't seem as hard as trying to get on TV
0: Yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> It seems like you have a little less self-doubt about yourself If yeah. you're actually pursuing drug dealing over to trying to get, become an actor uh-huh. um, So yeah But then gangsters All the gangster movies that America's made is glorified It's romanticized Yeah We've been romanticizing it forever Right, even even in our even like classic old Scarface, and I mean the black and white one before we can even get to Pal- uh, Pacino, um, that one is even like even though it's like he gets it gets his in the end, mm-hmm. it's still like it's still like done in a heroic way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In a way that like yeah, he tried his best. He just got lost along the way. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: well. But it's like. And I'm not. I'm not. I've watched all these movies and I've enjoyed all those movies. But you're just like something like this when you sit back and you watch the. You actually see the repercussions of a point of view. It's like holy fuck.
0: Yeah like what else have we influenced? holy fuck there are some impressionable people out there right
1: and they're and like that's and they might the fucking Exactly. World. and they
0: will completely and those impressionable people will always miss the message the writer is trying to convey and they will just see it as like hell yeah Pacino snorting cocaine and yeah. shooting a fucking machine gun i want that like, exactly you know.
1: And then, but if it's that easy from a foreign country, then how, like, then, like, what you're sort of discussing, what you brought up a little bit with Suicide Squad was, like, I'm, I mean, I I have no clue if I'll ever be a parent. <laughs> Just because I never envisioned, like, I've talked about it, but I feel yeah. like I've had to, like, come to the realization, like, do I really want kids? It's more about, yeah. like... No, oh, I've just been in culture of kids. I grew up in a Mormon, right? But then I never, I've never like actually been one of those guys that's like, I see myself as a bad. I want this, yeah. yeah. And but I was like, but then it makes me think like, if th- across the country you're that influenced. Mm-hmm then what about the people around us that are are, are part of the culture that's making that stuff? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And we, we constantly are like, no, no, they won't be. And I'm, I've am i been a defender of things. Yeah. <laughs> through my violence whole, in video violence games Just fine. fine. Kids
0: are fine. You're already fucked up yeah. anyway if you, yeah. if you go do it. I'm yeah. like, Tell that what? to some third world country, country kid who's got like a Xbox and thinks this is shit is real. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, what the hell? Like, That really, like, a film like
1: this really does make you, it floors you. It makes you start thinking about shit you never thought about.
0: Yeah, and this is just, like, one one of the many bigger conversations, I think, that this, this, this movie brings up. Yeah. Like, the other, I think, is just, like, the concept of evil, you know? Yeah. And, like, what we define.
1: Who defines it's, – it's almost as if this is a – I don't know if this makes any sense, but it's like they say – what's that classic quote of like who uh, – the winners or like something – who writes yeah, the history books? winners. the winners. The winners, and are the winners big, were evil in this, this case. One. So who, who's defining evil in the end? Yeah.
0: The winners. I'm sure – That's so, so – f- A lot of the world we are evil. Yeah, you, right. America is we the great Satan to a lot of the world. Yeah. We've done a lot of bad shit all over the world. We've influenced terrible people to come into power. Uh but, you know, we write our own history book, so we're not yeah. necessarily taught that. But this is like a this movie is just, you know, seeing that play out and like backfire a little bit. Yeah. Especially that the and we'll get I think we'll I'd like to touch I don't want to like ruin the movie, but like we're gonna I'd spoil like to,
1: anything because we need to
0: discuss it. It's there, not about yeah, this isn't a review. There's show. a few key scenes that I want to talk about, but um, um, yeah I do think it kind of backfires at the end, at least for the main character. Yeah. I well I mean for our
1: main character, I mean that's the most that's the journey we're on, right? Yeah. Anwar. Anwar Congo is Congo who's like a main executioner. Mm-hmm
0: guy's a celebrity like in the in this, is this what's guy's him. like he's like uh the elvis of killers he really is people were like people love him love him they think he's the coolest guy he has people around him that the, just want to be around him. and the government loves him because he killed off their competition he, yeah. murdered, he murdered the powers that be and allowed them to take power. Yeah. And they're, they're there to this day, Pants of the paramilitary group, with their amazing tiger uniforms. Oh, my
1: gosh. Their uniforms. I thought they were a joke. They, <laughs> like they, they looked something out of, like, a, a Boz Lerman movie. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, did Boz get all yeah. of this country for a minute? Everybody's influenced by Tony the Tiger. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna let you I uh I have to I have to ask you mm-hmm. to like guide this a little just because I'm so floored by it. Yeah. So I'm like what so if I completely, wanna completely uh, and and again I, I, I have to touch on this or it's just gonna feel weird the whole time. Mm-hmm. I very much right now feel like I should not have watched this movie. <laughs> and not because it's not important. Not yeah. because I wouldn't watch the yeah. movie. I think I should have, one, it, saw it when it came out. Jeez, I can't talk. <laughs> I should have seen it when it came out. Yeah. I probably just would have been a little more in a better place. Yeah. And I'm currently in a place where I'm sort of just going through, like, a lot of personal shit mm-hmm. that's just kind of made me a little emotionally. Uh, no, oh. I'm already somebody that wears his emotion on his sleeve, but I'm definitely like right now. I don't know why, who cares. It's my podcast. I can <laughs> yeah, whatever I yeah, want. Yeah. But I'm definitely in a place right now emotionally where I'm very uh, hurt, exposed, mm-hmm. just going through a gambit of yeah. emotions all over the place. One minute I'm happy, the next minute I'm like, not that I'm like. And it's not, like, manic. It's just what I'm working through right now. And this is not a a good movie to (laughs) watch. Yeah, this is not a movie.
0: The dregs of humanity. Yeah,
1: like, it was just like, it was like, okay, I'm gonna sit down, I'll be fine watching this movie. I didn't even think, I I didn't even see this coming. Because, like, I remember having a conversation with, like, my sister-in-law about, like, um, uh, going through, like, a recent breakup, and Mm just like, you just need to do things that make you happy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And I, I think halfway through this movie i was like uh (laughs) uh-oh like i was just like uh Mm uh-oh this movie is not helping me (laughs) like yeah it just started to like not like and and then again this movie did not stir up things no like i wasn't watching it and going like well this is making me thinking of this right it's just because i think because it does i don't know for you but for me that this movie it really especially near the end brings a lot of your natural emotions you're reacting you're going wow it's gonna, for me, it, it pulled a lot of stuff out. So then I think all of everything else that I, it just
0: decided to come out with the flood. And, and that I think is one of the main reasons why I recommend this movie is it's gonna make you feel like shit, but it's also yeah. gonna make you feel more than most movies ever possibly could hope for which is why i think it's i think it's the best documentary ever made i think that is right up there and i also i'm a huge documentary fan i've seen a shit ton of documentaries this along with the look of silence and um a couple other ones like really hit you in like an emotional place i saw this movie uh with a couple members of my herald team and like people were like dry heaving after at, or at the end, How could you, you know? not? Like, it's I'm trying to hold, like, I'm holding
1: way more than I am back right oh, now. Yeah, like it's, I'm, I'm like on the verge of saying see see it, it. it's because it's just like, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, like, and it's, it's, and I think. This does the reverse of what we do in America. Mm -hmm. So in America cinema, what we love to do, and I think it's a popular thing right now, is we show good people. I'm Mm. going to use Breaking Bad as an example uh, um, because I think it's the most most recent popular of this, but I think... Our golden age of, of television, I think, just is sort of does this a lot. It's that we take a good person and we show, well, they're capable of doing bad things. Yeah. But we already started good, so that gets everybody on board, right? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's a very popular thing. Gotta movie. make them likable. Not to make them likable, but right, we're gonna but. show they can do horrible things. Therefore, people love them. I'm like, yeah, I could do horrible things, what we just said. Mm-hmm. This movie does the reverse in such an insane way that it rocked. it. I think if you watch it and you allow it, it will rock the fucking your core. Uh, maybe I'm just a little – my core has been rocked recently anyway. Yeah. But it takes a person and shows you this person is evil. We're going to – I'm going to walk through, what, nearly three hours with a person that is evil. Yeah. And I know. I know from the onset they're evil. Mm-hmm. They're not present. they do not present this man. They're not like, let's – they did at least uh, unless I'm forgetting they do not set it up as if okay. like oh we're gonna let you like we're gonna show you you like this guy then we're no. gonna like pull the rug out from you no you go walking and going this guy killed people yeah. and he's fucking dancing
0: he's fucking doing dan- the cha-cha what, where he what, killed people he's like this is great this is amazing and then they go back to the exact same thing at the end and he's just and, like and then yeah. that moment you
1: show a person that you're completely like fuck that guy mm-hmm. he's evil you show oh there is good in that guy, yeah, and that fucking is excruciatingly true for everybody. And yeah. I think if that doesn't wake you up, then you're a fucking sociopath watching this movie.
0: Yeah, you know, like I and I feel like it rocks you to your core. For you know, you have like personal reasons. The what I th- what but gets I, me. I, I get that, but I think I think I just think right now I
1: just wish I. Yeah, if, totally. Would have, I should have been totally a little more not, not as <laughs> fucking filling as uh, dumb. I don't know why I keep bringing up my personal shit. No, anyway.
0: no, 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 It's, it's all about <laughs> uh, what got me about it. And the first time I saw it, I was just bawling in the theater is like a, a, on a grander scale. Yeah, it shows it, it sort of tells makes me think about other people. Whether it be personally that I may have friends and friends or, 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 in the, or in the media or the news who we are told to consider they are evil people. They're, yeah, yeah. That's evil. They're bad. And this movie kind of shows is like, well, maybe they're just operating on a completely different base reality than everybody yeah. else. You know, like there's just, there's just so much. I think like calling something evil is just such a, like a whitewash. Everybody is more complex. You know, like, and with Anwar, we find, you know, we think, oh my God, this guy's dancing on, you know, the death site of hundreds of people. And then we realize that this guy was just like led to believe through, you know, propaganda that he was doing the right thing and that, that yeah. he's, you know, helping. And then, you know, as the movie progresses, you can start to see the cracks in the walls of his psyche. And at the end, he just fucking breaks down. It's in the most visceral way I've ever like I didn't know humans could make noises like he did yeah. at the end of it I I, I kept, in that part where you start
1: to see the cracks in him and, and it exposed the sounds he was making all I could think was how many years had it been? I mean like yeah. 40, f- 60? Mm-hmm. 60, almost 60 years? Mm-hmm. I don't know I'm getting, I might. Yeah. it was like you're trying you're 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 puking 60 years too late right there's nothing you don't have all that stuff is gone that you even want to now try to expel from your body
0: Mm -hmm.
1: how did your body how do you how do you
0: even how did your body and your psyche even handle that and who knows like you know like it takes forever there's no set thing of like when psychological damage like clicks for people like uh, another scene that I think might be my second most mind-blowing scene is that scene where uh, the extra on the movie set was like in between takes, casually talking to the guys of like, oh yeah, you guys like came like forty years ago and drug my dad out and like dr- and, like very positive like matter of fact, yeah, you guys like came out, you drug out my dad, uh, and then uh, he disappeared and I found his body a couple of days later. Anyways, so excited to be an extra on your thing, but then when they start to like. Fake torture him in this movie. They're trying to make you see like the cracks in this guy. Yeah,
1: he's like he he's going through. Yeah, how could you not? Now that's just gonna bring back flashes of that moment. Yeah, and he like breaks down, and and they're like, like not even soft. They don't even. They're just like, hey, stop doing that now. Stop. Doing yeah, that. they don't they're, see it yet. They don't even acknowledge no. his reaction to the reality that's mm-hmm. going on. There were moments when they were shooting in that especially that scene that i got it, because it, that surreal moment of like are we still, are they still going <laughs> to do it
0: like you know yeah, what i mean i so, thought they are, were going to do they it be like, <laughs> they're either gonna, let's get the band back together and we're,
1: there is those do moments where it's like know? they're going to kill this guy or are they still shooting cuz it's fake but was it's like, real be, yeah. but it's
0: you know it's it's yeah.
1: so many layers going on in front of you that i didn't know i'm so uneasy the entire time mm-hmm. during that that guy that guy's story was so insane to me. That's like, you never see actors
0: in like dr- drama deliver do, it like do that. It. Like, like it's, it's a
1: weird joke. It, yeah. Like he was <laughs> yeah. literally delivering it like...
0: Oh, this is just. I read my this funny uh, article. Go. Hey, this hey, hey. What, and I did this water her, cooler. Yeah. Like kinda.
1: every dramatic reading, you would hear of that. Would you have been like my father. Oh, yeah, you and you're like, no, this guy was just like, because he didn't realize it. He didn't put two and two together. Hey. Yeah, he's like, this is what I did. This is what we did. Oh yeah, remember this? Mm-hmm. Oh, and me, my mom. <laughs> we we carried the body, just the two yeah. of us. Yeah, just yeah. the two of us. And I was like, what? and to get to that place. I mean, yeah. We. I guess we all do. Because we all go through, like, we all go through certain traumas in our lives, right? Absolutely. Heartbreak, loss. um, There's several more I can't think of right now. (laughs) But we all, like, eventually get past them, right? And we can talk about them in that way, Mm -hmm. I figure. But to hear someone talk about that specific of a thing in that manner is so
0: shocking. Because well, you can't imagine
1: yourself getting there.
0: Yeah, there was one line I think Herman who we got to get to talking about. Yeah, uh, he had a, like a sort of offhanded comment in the movie that I wrote down just because I think it kind of encapsulates how everybody in Indonesia is, which is they're all like soap opera actors. They all look happy and everything's fine on the inside, but in the in, uh, on the outside, but on the inside, it's just. Tor- torment and anger and sadness you know yeah
1: how I mean you're you're based on a country that's just murder yeah murder and control no one there's no way anybody can express themselves mm-hmm. like you look at the children they're sort of so for example that scene where they're doing the weird casting call and trying to get a mom and some kids to play that to play eventually the scene mm-hmm. that we see later on where they're burning the, the hut when they're like doing that the mother is so not trying. You can tell she's just like I can't show. It. I can't yeah. even express myself. Yeah, do
0: you know what I mean? And that's what the look of silence is about. It's like like following like one of those like mom or like older man going around to his his killers and being like, "How come you killed my family?" Wow. And the guy's an optometrist, so that's why he gets to have this one-on-one. He's the town's optometrist, so he's, like, he's fitting them for spectacles and being like, so you, like, uh, killed people back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, did you kill uh, so-and-so's family? Yeah, oh, that was my family. Why did you do that? All while he's like fitting their eyeglass prescription. Like, if yeah, oh, you, don't watch that movie tonight. But <laughs> well, like, six, watch month, tonight. six months, six months to a year now. from now, check out the Lick of Silence. Because like, it's, do I look that bad of a wreck right now? <laughs> <laughs>
1: (laughs) (laughs) this movie was beautiful in the way that
0: it will destroy you it's also cinematically beautiful
1: there are parts where I was like that like I said out loud while watching it in that scene with the fish I'd love to know that symbolism that they're going for there Mm -hmm. I don't think I understand it completely it's probably an Indonesian like could be a culture thing or something but it's so gorgeous but that like that lake behind them, I was like, "That
0: how's that real? Mm-hmm. It's so still. But yeah, it has
1: ripples. How's it real?
0: <laughs> yeah." Or the shot of like that one scene, which wasn't in the theatrical cut, was added in. Which thankfully. one? Yeah, which one do they? Uh, uh, they added a bunch in, like the scene where the the monkeys were eating the the guts of the the animals for the props, and then the scene where he's sitting at night on the dock talking about karma. Uh, How could was? you that? They left it out. They left out like on Netflix. There is a uh, director's cut. Which if you're going to see this movie or try to see this movie, you have to watch the director's cut because there's like about twenty to thirty minutes of additional footage that was cut out that um, Werner Herzog saw by chance and told Joshua, and like, you have to put this in the movie. Why would you not? I think like whatever that documentary studio wanted it not to be really? close to three hours long. Yeah. I mean, documentary. Yeah. Sheesh! Nobody's gonna watch it. <laughs> you
1: know, no one's seen them as much as we want to. Yeah.
0: Wow. But the other thing, yeah, let's uh, changing gears and getting into see. one of my favorite characters. The other thing that's also so conflicting about this movie, and I know I feel like you'll have to agree because you did it. There's some parts of this movie that are funny. Yeah. like you laugh. It's like, you a, do laugh, it's, like it's like a just, bizarro daily show segment almost. Yeah, you, you know like, I think you're
1: honestly laughing because you're, you're uncomfortable yeah. and you're like what? But they're just like – some of you guys are just
0: dumb idiots.
1: Yeah, they're dumb idiots. They break expectations in the way they think because you just – because I think when we do look at evil, we just think it's going to think this this way. Yeah. And it's going to operate this way. But then when you start to watch – look at evil or people that do evil acts and they're just acting like
0: buffoons Mm -hmm. and idiots like the rest of us, you will laugh Mm -hmm. because you're just – What? Yeah. Yeah, Like my favorite character I think is Herman who is the fat – Repressed gay man, obviously repressed gay man. He's like he's dressing in drag for like ninety percent of Which the movie, is so great and, and it's like and I'm wondering offering to give like other guys like back massages whenever Does they want. They, when they roll a strike, <laughs> yeah. he gives you a back massage. Yeah,
1: yeah. He, he he's very, very funny. Like that. and he like you could tell he's like. There's a moment in the movie where he's interacting with his his daughter. One mm-hmm. he has a daughter and that's just like a that just seems like such a crazy culture to raise a child and I don't even know
0: how or yeah not only that but the scene where Anwar brings his grandkids in to like watch the film of him being beheaded yeah you know like come see grandpa get his head Beat chopped up. off yeah you know? uh,
1: but then Herman like talks to his daughter and he's just like don't cry don't cry and you're like oh it's cause he just and he's like you're gonna make you look weak and it's like what a repressed guy you know what I mean yeah. cause you don't need to if like Because these guys are all still trying to sell
0: themselves on the lie that they've been living. Yeah, and he
1: can't let that, like, his own blood, like,
0: get seen that way. That was his, like, that was intense to me. There was, was like, a couple shots of Herman, like, where you kind of see him get his aggression out. Like, that shot on the drum kit where he's just, like, they just cut to him just banging away, like, at a drum kit, just screaming. yeah. Or the scene uh, where he's like brushing his teeth super aggressively. That is
1: one of the, You you left the room to go do your laundry yeah. during that. And that is one of the craziest –
0: because it's
1: just a still shot. It's just a still shot and of, 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 of he him brushes. brushing
0: his teeth and he's like kind of screaming while he's doing it. Yeah, and, he's – And like letting the, the foam of the of – the, the Just drop on his just chest, drop on his chest like he does. Yeah. And he like – he goes so
1: deep that it like makes him gag and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like there's so much that that culture is just has so tucked away mm-hmm. that how is it not going to eventually then boil up? Because yeah. when
0: it seems like when I watched this the first time in theaters, uh, I had to like double check that it was a documentary because like it's it's so such a different universe to me. I couldn't believe that like we breathed the same ear air as these right. As these people, it's insane. It's it's, you know? it's hard to imagine because we're because I mean we're comfortable in yeah. the of our lives. So
1: like when you would actually get shown something completely, we have a different sense of what's right and wrong. Yeah. Oh my Herman. What's interesting is that who wrote their movie? Did those two guys write that movie that they were making? I think so. Then he like he put himself in drag, which is such a fascinating choice. I wonder if that movie is being displayed in Indonesia.
0: I don't know. Yeah, that is. There is some like backstory now that it's been a few years. I want to know what happens. That's like one of the, my biggest complaints about documentaries is I fall in love with all these like characters or become interested in, and I, I want to know like what happens. I want to know what Anwar is doing now. <laughs> you yeah, know? since since then,
1: why? And we want to. And it's like it's weird because it is a documentary. It's unlike a movie where you can just like go like, well, it's a movie. All yeah. Right. Those were made-up characters. We can move on. But those people are either – they've died or they're still existing right now. Right. And it's like, what? Like, what happened to him after that breakdown? Yeah. Does he tuck it back away Mm -hmm. and keep living his life?
0: Or does he change? And if he does change, does that mean he gets – killed in that culture. Yeah, there is, if you're interested in it, and I also recommend anybody who's listening to check it out, um, a, another podcast, Waking Up with Sam Harris. It's a pretty popular, like, philosophical one, but they had he had the director on for, like, a two-hour conversation. And I guess he kind of talked to Anwar, like, not too long ago, and, like, Anwar is still doesn't quite get uh you know what the whole thing that happened to him is okay like, i think he's still trying to deny you know wow. these emotions to him to himself when we physically watched him yeah twice like, could he finally... Mm-hmm. that Because apparently with this last scene, and yeah, let's talk about this this final scene. So the last scene, they revisit one of the first scenes, the scene where they're, like, dancing, doing the cha-cha on the death site where yeah. they, they basically, Anwar, uh, hung a wire over people's heads and strangled them. That's his preferred method of killing. Um And according to this podcast that I had listened to, Joshua said they had, they did this in three different takes because the first time, Anwar he he was it was his idea to go back because he was like I didn't do it right I want to show you how like I, I would have actually done it so he's doing it and then apparently according to Oppenheimer that Anwar got very nervous the first time and like sort of sped through it and like kind of screwed it up and then he's like okay well we need to try this again and so he did it again and was still doing it and then I guess uh Joshua Oppenheimer the director said uh Anwar this time I don't want you to tell me I just want you to like slow down emotionally connect to like your memories uh of being in this place and then when you're ready talk about it and i think like that direction of like i want you to revisit actually and be in touch with your emotions and your psyche uh that was what finally did it for him oh for sure yeah that's what that's what we see yeah i would have hated to be the sound guy on that Oh. the Final scene. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> him gagging, just him gagging and throwing up yeah. in his own mouth. <laughs> Being the guy with the headphones on would have been just going
1: really, Oh, this is the worst. This is the
0: this worst. Is the worst. But also the, the most it's powerful the, it's thing. I've that seen. scene,
1: but the one right before it too. When he's just like Joshua, uh, Joshua. Like, is this what people? This is what people th- th- think of that, me? Or like, not even that. It was like, yeah. Did the people I like kill feel like this? Because this is how I felt, Like, this is where Cause I Because, mean, like, I felt really bad. Dad, bad. And I felt my like, loss of dignity. And he's like, Well, they would have felt worse because you know it's a movie you're watching. <laughs> and, and, you, he did, and he didn't even really get that. He didn't get it. Yeah, he was he's, like, Nah, I still. Nah, am. still, I, I feel it now. And you're like, Oh.
0: Yeah. God. But what's also interesting is there's some other characters who don't feel any remorse, like that Adi guy. Uh, he was like, "Yeah, I fucking committed war crimes. I don't give a shit." Like, is that is Audie the guy that's is he's the the dad yeah. that we saw? Yeah, he's several the, he's times like this guy who's it. this like you know sort of like, hey, y'all need to like just remember what we did was fucked up and bad, but like I'm at peace with it. Come at me, Geneva Convention. I don't give a shit. Yeah, he was, and then and then they cut to him like at the mall with his daughters getting their nails bored. done, looking bored, just like a normal dad at a fucking mall. It's
1: crazy that's crazy
0: and i think like you he's such an odd
1: like addition to it because mm-hmm. what happens is he comes in and you think he's gonna be the the voice of reason yeah you're like oh this guy's letting them know yeah. we did evil things but really it's not he's just like i'll own up to it but then at the <laughs> same time nah, it's it's long past yeah who cares like you said but it's like that threw me because I was like, oh, okay, we got somebody that's like actually trying to like gro- – like mo- they actually maybe dealt with it. Maybe this yeah. guy actually like dealt with it. And he's like, nah, you didn't deal with it. You just tucked it away and you hit yeah. it. You hit it. There's no way your family knows that you did this. No. You traveled alone to Indonesia or mm-hmm. wherever. I don't even know where you. I don't even know where you lived when they showed him
0: at uh, that mall. Yeah, I forget. I think maybe like Thailand or something. Yeah, he
1: clearly was like, I'm. If he had really dealt with it, he could still live in Indonesia. I mean, at the same time, I, well, I take that back because I don't know. No, blame him for not wanting to live there. <laughs> but he got out. You know yeah. what I mean? He got out. Whereas um, Armwar or Congo, he's like stuck. Mm-hmm. he's like a, he's considered a hero to these people but they just still live in this world I, I have like it's it's a thing I have like lack of I feel like I have a lack of words for yeah. to express yeah. what you watch
0: like yeah. what has now just been imprinted on my eyes and my brain yeah like when we watched it when Rococo watched it to, uh, a couple of us watched it um, I hate throwing her under the bus, but she's she'll love it. Uh, <laughs> Leland, uh we dropped her off at back at her apartment and like texted us like, "Hey, could you guys come back? Like, I am too scared and fucked up to like be alone." I right don't now. blame her.
1: <laughs> I do I feel like I'm gonna have this in my mind for a, at least
0: another couple of yeah. hours. Yeah, and it's just wow. But that's one of the reasons why I think if you. Th- feel like after listening to this you feel like you might have the stomach for it Uh, check it out once Uh, you don't have to watch it multiple times like I have I think this will be the last time I ever watch it because I don't think I can handle it this is number three for me yeah I I don't I don't, I don't know how you did it I think it's an absolute testament to like the power of film and the power of documentary especially just to show you how much it can make you feel how
1: many can feel and show you how small your little corner is? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. It really made me go like, yeah, I have so much that I'm dealing with right now and I'm complaining about. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm having it hard. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. But then you look at this and you're like, fuck. Not, and not in that way of like, because I don't like the comparative way like, well, I could have it worse. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't know. It's not that, but more of just realizing there's such a bigger world than me. I am no. Yard. I am no center of any world. Yeah, I am only one small part of We're this a tiny there, fragment of a y- speck. Yeah, yeah, this larger world that has darker corners than we can even imagine. Mm-hmm. And they're not even. And I say darker corners, but like they're out in the light. This is a corner of darkness
0: that's completely out. They were
1: on, like, a daytime whatever. That is one of the creepiest, most surreal moments was that daytime show.
0: Yeah, when they're on, they basically go on, like, Indonesia's version of Ellen, which is filled with, like, the paramilitary uh, people as their audience, and we're just like, yeah, Yeah, here's the celebrated killers who killed all those Chinese people back in the 60s. And the questions they asked were just so,
1: like, you were like, did anybody, like, Double check to see if that was an okay question. I asked, like, Joe, do you know, why don't they, uh, the children of the people you guys killed, like, yeah. get revenge? Yeah. Oh, they probably have. And they just don't. Can't, they can't. And then immediately somebody's like, "We'll exterminate them too." And you're just like, "Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah." It's that one guy who it's is the, one, the one of the, one of of the worst people I've ever seen <laughs> on camera, and I would never, like, I hope to God I never have to meet a man in real life that's that man <laughs> <laughs> because to hear him be like, "Yeah." And I even hate, I have to repeat this dialogue that came out of his mouth. Not dialogue, but what he said. Because I hate it. It was one of the most horrific things, and I wish I never even had to hear it. But It was him saying, yeah, back then when we didn't have any laws, I raped anybody if they were pretty. And then one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life was, yeah, when they're 14, you immediately hear them go, oh. But then it's not that they're, oh, like that's
0: bad. They go, Delicious and i was just like and that's an entire studio audience of a tv show. Well, there's that and that i'm
1: talking i think it was this moment was a little after that. Oh yeah, okay. But it's yeah. the same guy. Yeah. It's the same guy that said exterminate them and they all yeah. cheered him. But you're just like what the fuck? That guy will that guy never will think he's bad. That guy thinks he's always on the right. To the point where like you did so much harm to people and you didn't even see it as Anything. Mm-hmm. You just saw it as like, eh, I had the right to. There was no laws. <laughs> what? Yeah. And that guy, like, what's sad is, like, and it's just, it's a testament. This show's a test, and this movie's a testament to, like, how complicated we are as humans, as much as we think we got a handle on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> that we're so, because you take our main character who we saw the, the crack, and we actually get a little bit of, like, it's almost the smallest ounce of hope that just drags you through the mud. It's like an inkling of <laughs> you're hopeful that there will be hope, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then there, the other counter is that guy that you're like, no, there's just monsters. Yeah. There's some people. We that live in a world with monsters. There's some people that won't come around ever.
0: Ever. And that scares the hell out of me. Right. But it is interesting. I love that one scene uh, in the. Uh, the daytime show when they cut back to the control room and like the person like running the switchboard was like, how do these are these do these people sleep at night? Like, yeah, it shows you people are talking behind. How many more doors. of those people are there? Like there was that that journalist who's like trying to be like, oh, I wasn't there. I wasn't. I, was, uh, I did not participate in any of these those killings. And like Anwar and Adi were like, yeah, you were. <laughs> Yeah. You worked downstairs from where we were killing people. You knew we drug the bodies through your office. Your boss orchestrated the whole thing. Yeah, that was insane. Because that guy was like, "Oh, you guys are really slick. You
1: guys like yeah. were whatever. You, you guys reason- are super quiet. Quiet. Yeah, like you were really good at this." And they're like, "How did you not know? The only way you did not know is that you turned a blind eye, yeah. which is as bad as being one of the others." Yeah, which we're finding out in any any major situation. But like. Yeah, and then the one guy, the guy that was around the newspaper too, that was just like, Yeah, I forget his name. But I was like, he was like, he's the guy that determined if people were guilty, Mm -hmm. that publisher. And you're just like, whoa. He flat out says to the, tells us, oh, I just changed what they said to make them look bad.
0: Yeah, and if they, uh, yeah, if they were telling the truth and it was, you know, I'll, I'll change it so it makes them look guilty. And he's just saying it as as a casual... That's what I did. That's what I did. Matter of fact. I'm not that anymore. Yeah. These guys in this movie uh, explain murdering people like it was what they had for breakfast.
1: Yeah. It's... It's unreal. (laughs) (laughs) It's... Oh, my God, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh... Wow, I'm glad we had to talk about it afterwards. Because if I had to watch, if I had to if watch you had- this with you and then just go do something or go <laughs> home and be by <laughs> myself,
0: then who
1: knows what
0: I would. This is gonna, a movie yeah. I will. Yes, if you're gonna watch it, watch it with like a friend that you're like comfortable having like a long philosophical conversation with. Yeah, because you you need to decompress after watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's more to talk about. It. I mean, there probably is. There probably is, but then I think it's just getting into you know the, the details the that details. you should just watch, you should this watch movie it if you're interested. In it. Yeah, it's beautiful. too. It's beautifully
1: shot. It looks great. Um, it's just,
0: and I love wow. the direction of it too. Like I felt like the Oppenheimer did a great job of just like just letting the camera roll. He knows how to let it roll, but then he knew when like cut to certain things.
1: Like his mm-hmm. editing was very good. Yeah. Cause it's even like there's moments where you're like you're like are you just doing this to show us to give us a break and then you're just gonna throw us back in and he does because <laughs> yeah. there's like during the interrogation scene that you eventually sort of brings him makes him a little aware like you're in the middle of that and then it cuts to like airplanes and like it looks like a accident or something or something. In the streets of yeah. Indonesia And I'm like what's like going a helicopter on helicopter
0: crashed yeah, or something looked,
1: Yeah that's what it looks like But then they don't expound on that And then it just goes back to the interrogation I'm like I think he was just giving us a break yeah. That we needed <laughs> Like cause this shit is Just pounding on the door Yeah Like your brain is just like Whoa god Don't <laughs> let him in <laughs> Yeah But it was good to let it in Like And I know I brought up a bunch of my Like vague personal stuff But it's like I still would have been affected by it. I just was like, Oh, I need to be in a happier place, yeah <laughs> to
0: like just, just next time we do this and I, I would, there is a bunch of a couple other movies I would love to talk about for an hour uh we'll do a happier one. <laughs> <laughs> do whatever you
1: want I just it's about yeah. me being more of an optimistic human too,
0: yeah, something like this
1: hopefully inspires you to be more of an optimistic and not <laughs> <laughs> Completely.
0: All right. I don't know how else. I don't know how to end it. <laughs> uh go see The Act of Killing. It's on Netflix streaming. Yeah, director's um, cut. Director's Cut. Um Just give yourself a just decompression know what you're period. getting into.
1: Yeah, definitely know what you're getting into. Don't um stick to it though. I think it's a movie that like
0: Don't yeah, if you're gonna if you're it, gonna watch it, finish
1: it. Yeah, don't don't quit halfway through. Because I think that's you'll lose what really the whole journey is about mm-hmm. if you do because it will get tough, but if you get to the end, it's like, okay, I, I now know the value of this. Mm-hmm. Is he is uh Oppenheimer? Is it Oppenheimer? Yeah, Oppenheimer? Oppen- uh, is he making any more movies? I don't know. On um, I mean, the like, documentaries,
0: I, you, you know, you want him to, but it's also kind of the thing of like, I would be absolutely satisfied if this guy did nothing ever again. Because he has two perfect films to his name.
1: Yeah, he really does. I mean, oh, oh, I've seen one of them. Yeah. I am definitely have to get to see the other. I don't... Give
0: well, it, give it. I'll a, give it like give two, it, six, it, six it, months. Yeah.
1: I mean, three months at least. Three months at least. Three months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Cody, uh, for spending the afternoon with me, allowing me to emotionally... Crash in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Any time. Uh, oh great. If you want more from Cody Cop, you can follow him on Twitter at Officer Underscored Cop. That's spelled K-O-P-P. Also, you should check out him with his UCB Herald team here in Los Angeles. They're called Rococo. You can see them at Herald Night on Mondays at UCB Franklin. Check out the UCB website for their schedule and when they'll be up next. Sometimes they also have a late night show called Glow Coco. It's pretty fun and unique show in the comedy scene so definitely check out Cody on his team Rococo thank you again for listening and if you're enjoying the podcast please go to iTunes subscribe rate and review that will bring more listeners to I Will Watch Anything Once and also you can follow the podcast on Twitter at I-W-W-A-O as well as Instagram and Snapchat with the same handle as well as we have a Tumblr at IWillWatchAnythingOnce.tumblr.com there's a Facebook page that you can stay up to date on everything with the podcast and please if you have movies you'd like me to watch and discuss on the podcast email me at I will watch anything once at gmail.com or just Tweet at me uh, at WIWWAO. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And remember, if you haven't seen it once, you can't complain. Or just tweet at me. It doesn't – I'm at hobbit138. You can tweet at that and the podcast I-W-W-A-O.
0: This has been a BoardWalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.